Recovery after the July floods that devastated eastern Kentucky is a long, slow process. Jared Bennett of the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting recently traveled to Clay County to learn why key resources from FEMA often don't reach the communities that need them the most. Seven weeks after the flooding here, Clay County Emergency Management Director David Watson is documenting damage and checking in on repairs. So this home was completely flooded. Cars were lined up down this road from this junkyard there. His first stop today is to Bullskin Creek, where Joyce Johnson lives with her family in a valley that's flooded twice in 16 months. Johnson's home has been completely gutted. She's lived there for 50 years, but she's not sure how much longer she can stay. If it floods again, I'm leaving. I mean, see your home destroyed and nothing, no way to put it back and, you know. Her niece lived in a trailer that's now wrapped around a utility pole by the creek. Watson would like to relocate that trailer higher up the valley where it won't flood again. It's going to be rough here, ain't it? It's way over brothers. Okay. There's a federal program called Hazard Mitigation Assistance that could get this done. It's supposed to help communities rebuild in a way that reduces the impact of future disasters. But the program has serious flaws. She's got to get her family back in the house. She's no place to She can't wait a year and a half to have her mitigation finally kicks in and say, hey, here's some money for you guys. Unlike most of Kentucky, Clay County hasn't gotten a single dollar from FEMA's hazard mitigation program. Federal data gathered by Columbia Journalism, Investigations, and the Center for Public Integrity show most communities hit by recent disasters here and across the country have received far less hazard mitigation assistance compared to wealthier, better-resourced ones. When a disaster strikes, every county in the state competes for hazard mitigation funds, even if they weren't directly impacted. Woodford County in central Kentucky, for example, has seen only one disaster declaration since 2009. The emergency management team there has secured over $2 million in hazard mitigation funds for projects, including elevating a historic log cabin. Clay County is dealing with seven active disasters, and Watson is the only emergency management professional, on top of his full-time job as an engineering director at the local hospital. His phone rings all day. And it really would take one staff member to do nothing but hazard mitigation planning, applications, follow through, the whole nine yards. Sure. Excuse me. Yep. Yeah. Even if the federal government approves applications, the county must come up how, with matching funds. Did, uh, That's a huge challenge for Clay County, one of the poorest in the state. Stephen Eisenman, the founder of a nonprofit that helps communities prepare for disasters, said the system leaves lower-income, minority, and rural populations vulnerable to worsening impacts of climate change. Nevertheless, these communities are uh, more needy and more worthy of federal support than more affluent communities, which have the infrastructure, human infrastructure, to apply for these grants. Watson sees this disconnect all over the county. As he drives through the nearby town of Oneida, Watson points out problems that hazard mitigation could potentially solve, like drainage pipes that clog during heavy rains. We see natural disasters escalating across not only Kentucky and Oneida, but all across the United States and the world. Does that policy we put in place 50 years ago, is it still working? FEMA will soon start deciding where to spend hazard mitigation funds tied to the July floods. All 120 counties in Kentucky will be competing for their share. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Jared Bennett.